Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. If you're thinking of travelling somewhere, God, we're chafing at the bit, as I say, just about every week. People are dying to get away, whether it be somewhere in this lovely state of ours, somewhere perhaps uh, overseas, maybe a cruise and things like that. The people to talk to are the people down there at Phil Hoffman Travel. Here he is, the new CEO of the uh, the Adelaide Football Club, the Crows, <laughs> Phil Hoffman. Congratulations, mate, on the appointment. It's taken a lot of people by surprise. It really yeah, has. Uh, anyway, Tony, you're going to be I'm flat not, out. I'm not sure whether the Port Adelaide Power going to give me a clearance or not, you know. There might be a couple of pubs involved. Oh, I mean, let's face it. Who better to have a spying in the in the yeah the crow's nest? Do the Russian routine. Get somebody in there who knows what's going on. Phil, good afternoon. You've got a guest in a moment or so. Look, before, before we go any border, yeah, tell us what borders are open. Where can we fly? What's closed? What the uh, quarantine? What the hell's going on? Tony, you can now really fly to all the other places except WA at the moment. And uh, But WA yeah. people from the outer regions, the country regions, can come into Adelaide, but they've still got to do you know, the checks on, on day one and five and 11, um, but no quarantining other than that first day when they arrive back. But uh, the metropolitan area of WA is out of bounds for us at the moment. And so, you know, we were on Saturday, Tony, I went on air and said, everybody, we can fly all over Australia now. And then Sunday night, <laughs> WA is knocked out. So, Tony, I, I get a few sleepless nights lately with all this happening, and but we oh, really do really? need some um, order in the border closures and opening, uh, Tony, because it's causing so much confusion with the general public and also now fear of being locked out. So this is stopping yeah. a lot of the public from booking ahead. And so when you yeah. look at some of the forward figures, they're not as good as what they should be, Tony, when, the, when you think our numbers are so low as far as COVID-19 is concerned. So we need some uniformity with the borders, you know. We really have eliminated it to, to a great extent and I know we've got to be very careful but uh, you know it is causing a lot of confusion especially the fact that Tony that some of the regions like say northern Queensland and that don't have any uh, international uh, you know visitors coming and there's something like 8 million come a year Tony so it's a big factor something like about 60 billion dollars worth of uh, you know expense they spend here so so it is hurting all the operators as well as you know travel agents as cruise lines yeah. and the aviation you go through airports, Tony, and it's actually scary because they look so empty, you know, and the shops are closed. Uh, so, you know, we really need to get uh, the country going again. This is from a Russell, a text, uh, speaking of airlines and airline pilots. He says that a family friend is saying that when domestic and international travel returns in a big way, the immediate problem for all of the airlines will be pilots who don't have sufficient hours and and training up. Could that be an issue, Phil? It will be an issue because, you know, a lot of them have been off and, and they've got to go back in and do their required training again in the simulators, uh, Tony, and then get up in the air again. So, you know, that's why they can't just bring back airlines overnight. And it's the same with all the cruise ships, you know. You've got to get crew, uh, technical crew yeah, and yeah. Uh, crew working the, the ships back in from all over the world to, to get on the ships and they get the ships out here. So, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. People think it does, but it won't. Um, uh, so we need to be able to know that there's a there's a map out for people getting back on their jobs and that, and that's the serious part at the moment. Evelyn's uh, sent us a text, Phil. She said, I've heard you mention some weeks or so ago before Christmas that Norfolk Island, about a two-and-a-half-hour flight from Brisbane, is inexpensive and a really enjoyable holiday. She said, uh, what's the accommodation like? What is there to see? And do you still recommend 
Norfolk Island. Is yeah, absolutely, latest, Tony. And yeah. we've seen a, bit, a yeah. big demand on it for people. A lot of history in Norfolk Island, that. And it's a very unique sort of uh, destination. I've been there and I really enjoyed it. I'd like to go back and see more of it. So it's it's a great little island to, you know, experience right. and, and hear the history of, of Norfolk Island and some of the sort of the remnants of uh, colonialism and also, you know, penalism, the uh, penal places where they used to put the, a lot of the convicts right. there yeah. as well, Tony. So it's it's got a bit of everything. But what I love was interesting was that uh, the guy that you meet for immigration when you you fly in also might be uh, taking you around in the taxi at night or uh, working at the <laughs> restaurant. They, they all have about four yeah. jobs, Tony, you know. Uh, yeah. And so it's an interesting and place. So the, but, uh, but we've seen a big demand so the, uh, on, on Norfolk. Yeah, right. Uh, this is uh, from from Beverly also with the text. She says, Phil, has the cost of travel insurance has gone up because of the COVID uncertainty that uh, that exists? Tony, we're, we're actually working on all that now. I can't give you a 100% answer on that. I think it will to, to some extent to cover, you know, COVID-19 expenses if people got caught with it overseas or interstate later on. But uh, I will, what I will do for next week's program is get a real detailed analysis of that, Tony, and come back with absolutely details on it because I'm not 100% over the top of it at the moment because we have been working with our, you know, travel insurance companies to, uh, to iron all that out, uh, Tony. So, yeah, we'll come back on that one. For, Phil, I've heard you talking about this uh, global takeoff sale. What's what's that all about? Well, it's it's a group of companies. You know, like Glover's takeoff sale is uh, if you want to take off late in twenty twenty one or twenty two, um, there's twenty percent off, Tony, of all the pricing. So, and yeah. they've also taken the risk out of you know refunding and and deposits and all that. So, and it covers uh, you know worldwide tours, including Australia, New Zealand, Europe, USA, and more. Now, you know the internationals are out of bounds at the moment. But if they come on, Tony, in the next, you know, six, nine months, it means that you could sort of be making a booking for late 21 or 22 and you'll get a 20% off the discount uh, discount off the price uh, and also, you know, sort of good booking conditions attached to it. So that's been always the thing that uh, is worrying people, you know, about the sort of cancellations and getting refunds and all that. All the operators are making it much easier, Tony, to be able to sort of book ahead. And what we've got to keep talking about, and I was talking to James off air and a minute ago was that uh, what you've got to remember is that we've got this pent up demand that uh, for 2020 because we didn't travel oh, yeah. we're now into 21 and you know it looks like we're not going to get international probably for about nine months as far as the big places are concerned so we've got that pent up there and people not traveling so by the time we get the 22 tony it's going to be three years into one and so if people are thinking about they want to go definitely in late 21 or 22 they should be thinking and talking to us now and making sure they take the benefits of this you know, global sale where they can say get twenty uh, percent off of their of their pricing for late twenty one twenty two programs. Right, you got a question about travel, and there's so many questions, so much uncertainty about it, and people are dying to travel again. Give us a call right now. Phil Hoffman is our guest from Phil Hoffman Travel. The number, of course, eight double two three double o double o. You've got a, a special guest introducing him in just a moment or so. Phil from Bronwyn with an email. A houseboat holiday on the Murray sounds wonderful. We were thinking of doing it as a group, and so we would need to get one of the bigger houseboats up there. The query from Bronwyn. We've had this one before, I reckon, Phil. Do you need a special light? 
license, a boating license, to handle one of these bigger houseboats up there? No, the Tony. Moment? No, they're they're pretty easy to drive. If I could drive one and you could drive one, well, I think anyone can. So you know, no, it's pretty easy, Tony. And uh, I know a lot of uh, friends are doing it. You know, with couples and you know, getting up to five, five, six couples on them. So you know, unforgettable houseboats have a great reputation. There's others. There's plenty of others. So if they want to give us a ring, we can certainly put them onto the the right track to go to the right operators because it's a fun holiday. Uh Tony, yeah. and along the Murray at certain times of the year is just fantastic. I, I think, you know, I, I still think it's, uh, you know, one of the best holidays you can have when you've got a group of friends and you want to enjoy each other's company and by everybody sharing in, it's, it can be an inexpensive holiday. It's uh, 17 minutes to two. Let's go to Mitchell Park and uh, Tina from there has given Phil Hoffman a ring and she's on the line now. Hello, Tina. Hello, guys. How are we all? Good, thanks, Tina. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Phil, just a quick question. Like, um, been a big cruiser prior to all this uh, this nonsense going on, um, and I keep getting to my inbox like packages, fly packages to see like things like the Northern Lights and doing repositioning cruises, etc., etc. So with those, um, if the flight, like, how can you guarantee that they'll go ahead? Number one. Number two, if I see something online, can I come into you guys and you can package it up the same? Yeah, absolutely, Tina. Absolutely, yep. yep. And, and look, yep. look, we can't give you, to ask you per, first part of the question, we can't give you 100% guarantees we, that everybody in the industry is working on trying to get that sort of you know, deafness into the uh, planning for the future. But with the cruise lines and that, we're waiting for, you know, the government to approve them that they're back in. We think a lot of the uh, ships will be in Europe this year, but it won't help us because we can't fly to Europe at the moment. Yep. So, but we certainly, you know, uh, my my feeling is that by the late uh, last quarter of uh, this year, we should see cruising in the, say, South Pacific and Pacific areas and around out of certain states as well. You know, like Queensland's got programs, you know, where you, you'll cruise out of Brisbane, go up to, say, Cairns and do the Barrier Reef and come back. Uh, you'll see that in Tassie as well and WA. And then as the borders all open, we get some uniformity, then we're going to see more of going around Australia, circumnavigate and everything yeah. else. So, so look, we're, 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 quietly confident that it will open by the fourth quarter but you know I, I wouldn't go and put the house on it at the moment Tina I'd love to be able to say that to you but certainly the cruise lines and the airlines are coming much more flexible in all the conditions attached to making that booking that initial booking and deposit so can I just so if, it, if it's for say um, like March 2022 which is what some oh. of these are and even into October yep can I Yep. Um, so if I come in and see you guys, you can package all we that can, up. We, yeah, we, yeah, we can do that, Tina. If you come in and, and show us the packages, we can certainly uh, do that for you, and that's what we're doing. In actual fact, Tina, just to give an example, and Tony, last week we held uh, seminars for Viking River, uh, Viking River Cruises and Viking Ocean Cruises. We had over 260 people to our seminars, and a lot of the bookings we got afterwards was for 2022 because people are feeling very really? confident of travelling in 2022. And as I said before, uh, it's going to be a very busy year, and if we're not cruising and flying and travelling by then, Tina, I might be looking for another job. <laughs> <laughs> CEO of the Adelaide Crows, Phil Hopper is our guest, and he's got a special guest from Norwegian Cruise Line. He'll introduce that gentleman in a moment or so. Here of an afternoon, it's just a little after a quarter to two now. It's been a tough year. 
How lucky are we to call SA home? We love showcasing our beautiful state to the world, but while they can't reach us, we have it all to ourselves. So let's explore our own backyard. Let Phil Hoffman Travel guide you on a range of inspiring adventures so you can immerse yourself in the best SA has to offer. Explore local with a local. Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. There's so much to discover close to home. Whether you're after a break to reconnect with nature and wildlife or an adventure filled with fascinating cultural sites and bucket list experiences. With Globus, Cosmos and Phil Hoffman Travel, the options are endless. With a seven-day guided tour starting from $2,580 per person. Explore with a local Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. Scrape your caravan, Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. It's uh, 13 minutes to two, right after two o'clock, Professor Steve Wesseling, the Executive Director of the South Australian Health and Medical Research Institute, will be our guest. You've got a question about health, especially about COVID-19 and all of the other things involving in COVID and vaccines. Professor Stephen Wesseling, more than happy to take your calls, right after the two o'clock news. Uh, Masha says, uh, why would Phil Hoffman be interested in the CEO's job at the Adelaide Crows, keeping in mind that Masha down there at the airport is a fanatical Port Adelaide supporter, he said, when the president's job at Collingwood is going, that would uh, would better suit Phil. Well, uh, we're going to miss you, mate, when you're over oh. there. Phil, introduce your special guest okay, who's been sitting t- there wondering what the hell these two are <laughs> about. Tony, uh, we've got James McCulloch, uh, business development manager for Norwegian Cruise Line, and, and uh, James is a great uh, supporter of Phil Hoffman Travel, over talking to all the staff at the moment. And James, we're going to sort of say welcome, but also get straight into the first question, which is a question that everyone's asking, what is NCL, Norwegian Cruise Lines, going to do to ensure the health and safety of its guests? Because you run some pretty big ships, and so people are naturally a little nervous about that. But, you know, I know how much you're working and how much the big bosses are working to make sure that the protocols are correct, 100%. Yeah, well, thanks for having me this afternoon, Bill, and uh, hello to everyone out there. Look, it, it's, it's, it's the topic of conversation, and certainly um, we are working very hard to make sure that our guests that to come on board the ship um, will feel um, obviously very safe travelling with NCL and and some of the things we're doing on board Phil is uh, we've uh, changed all the filter systems to you know that are running through the cabins etc and through the public areas to be hospital grade you know so they're about 99.5% effective um, we're also obviously uh, the social distancing on board the ships as well very importantly and at this point and I see the Centre for Disease Control in America have said that uh, we must wear masks on board and that was always the plan for us uh, as we move forward. Also very um, well I should say not severe but very specific um, testing as well before people uh, come on board the ship and also making sure that the partners that we work with around the world in ports and where everyone loves to get off and do shore excursions that they're very COVID safe as well. So you know from the medical areas a lot more uh, um, obviously equipment going in there, testing facilities, uh, isolation areas we've got we'll have a staff member sole 
purpose will be to uh, make sure that everyone's COVID safe, not only our guests, but obviously our staff as well. So, you know, the thing's evolving all the time. Um, and I, and I, know that, I know that Norwegian has been a leader in this over in the States, uh, working with Royal Caribbean Correct. together to get all these protocols right. So I think a lot is happening that will come out to, to make sure people feel very comfortable because what I'm getting from all my cruise fanatics is when can we cruise? And so they're getting sort of that pent-up demand is, is you know, at boiling point at the moment. So it'll be great when we can. Uh, James, where are the ships at the moment? You know, you've got 20-odd, I think. 20-odd. I mean, I can, um, we've got I sister brands, Oceana where, every, where everyone is, but, um, you know. But, look, with NCL, we have 17 ships in the fleet. As Phil said, we've got some larger ones around the 4,000 passenger size and uh, a number around the 2,500. Two so to answer the question, we've got 12 ships in Europe. Majority are uh, based around um, the Mediterranean and uh, a few up in the Southampton area. And then over the States, we have our Pride of America, the ship that cruises the Hawaiian Islands every day, not now, um, that leaves once a week. She's based in Honolulu, and then we do have some ships down through the Caribbean, almost to the top of South America um, as well. So they're sort of scattered everywhere in, as you say, waiting for the day that uh, we'll start sailing again. Good. Now, are you taking bookings at the moment? You know, because Ooh. it's it's really interesting because people think no one is booking, but they are, and we're getting bookings for, you know, late 21, 22. So tell me what you're seeing at the moment as far as the booking pattern is concerned. Well, I mean, people that have cruised before know what I'm saying um, when they're listening today, that they're tragics and will book. Um, what we're seeing is that uh, people are booking into, as you said, late 21 when we have a, a ship down into Sydney cruising New Zealand waters. Um also, we're looking in 22, that's where the bulk of the business is being booked for Europe, would you believe? You know, so around the Mediterranean areas and also uh, for Hawaii that uh, we're known for, and I know you've cruised there, uh, and we won't talk about that today, otherwise we'll be here till three. But, um, <laughs> but certainly, sorry, Tony, but um, oh, um, certainly, look, you know, um, the ships are there prepared, we've got staff on board, and, and it's funny, as you said before, that yes, we'll have people that couldn't cruise in 2020. Um, this year they're waiting to go and book for 22. So also people that will want to book last minute. So the demand's going to be high. Yeah. So you know, if I if I could say one thing, and this is not on the script that people ask me and go, James, you know, I've got friends, obviously, like everybody does, and ask you when we're going to cruise and when's the best time to book. Look, I, I would be walking into a Phil Hoffman store before the end of March because the pricing's the best it's going to be. Um, the offers are all there. You only need to book a, you know, we've got reduced deposits. Yeah. So for li very little money, um, you can book yourself something into 22. And you mentioned also that if people put uh, a deposit down, they can get a cash, cash refund. refund. So yes. not waiting yeah, on no, putting no an extension no. on for going some other time, they no. can get a cash refund. Yeah, as long yeah. as it's sort of outside uh, 120 days before yep. you sail. So yep. look, that gives people a lot of peace of yep. mind. So we know, and you know, uh, we've got, over $14 million worth of future cruise credits out there to people to book. So, you know, the demand is certainly there and people are starting to realise now that have cruised. So I would, uh, as I said, um, go before the end of March into one of Phil's stores and ask the question because uh, you can take all the benefits, you can get all the drinks packages, etc. The pricing is the best it's going to be because think about it, we've been out of business for 12 months and, um, you know, it, it's not going to be a free ride for anybody and um, obviously we're a public listed company. So, you know, it costs the same whether you've got a ship running at 100% capacity or 70%. So uh, just a, a tip okay. there for everybody listening. Okay. Thanks, James. That's great, to, great news. Uh, Tony, I've uh, chartered 
had uh, and through my organisation uh, several charters on uh, NCL ships and uh, each time it's been an yeah. absolutely wonderful experience to have 2,200 people from Australia on, on the one ship and uh, I think we drank them out of beer a couple of times but uh, but uh, so great <laughs> experiences and some of the best restaurants on board yeah. cruising ships so no great and James thanks for coming in oh, no I'm a pleasure yeah Tony uh, we've just also released a program with Viva Holidays where we have 32 pages of sales specials around Australia so anywhere in Australia if people are looking to go uh, we've got we, as we call it Australia on sale Viva Holidays and it's a 32 page catalogue with all the specials that we had with packages from every, anywhere in Australia including WA uh, Tony so we'll come back online but uh, some great packages for people to really enjoy the best of, uh, of Australia including uh, Tony South Australia as well in the in the in the program as well so it is good some really good stuff we're talking travel with Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. If anybody would like a James McCulloch's uh, mobile number, I've got it here because if you'd like to know what happened to Phil in Hawaii, I mean, some of the Hawaiians are still talking about it years and years later. In the meantime, at Windvale with a, a question, interesting question on uh, travelling on his own. Jeff's given us a ring and he's on the line right now. Hello, Jeff. Yeah, hello, Tony and Phil. Um, Phil, I've heard you talking before about solo travellers, the old, you know, the oldies that are single, and and uh, I looked on your website for under solo, uh, but all of the pricing and that for cruising was twin share. How does one get? information on solo travelling. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, if you just ring one of our officers, they can certainly chase, because not every cruise ship gives uh, has solo rates or even has solo cabins. I know Norwegian has got some uh, solo uh, cabins as well. well. We do, yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, Jeff, if you give one of the officers a ring, uh, we can certainly chase it for you, and then if you've got a particular cruise, we'll find out whether there are solo prices available or what the surcharge is. Uh, a lot of the ships are now in Producing, you know, solo cabins for people like yourself to be able to go and not pay the extra uh, amounts. Okay, just a quick one because I know you're coming up to news. If you go into a twin share, do do, do, do the lines liners, um, you know, match you up with with somebody else? Um, to I'd share better, the cabin? I'd better answer that one. No, Jeff, because it's not a dating service. So to speak. <laughs> but, um, look, in, in, seriously, you know, we do have solo cabins at reduced rates. So whether you're looking at Europe, Hawaii or the US, one of Phil's staff will be able to help yeah. you and you're not paying double. But, Jeff, on the other point, we have a solo travel club in uh, Phil Lovman Travel. We have over 2,000 members that belong to that. And that's where we do match you up, Jeff, with uh, people of, you know, a similar like sex sort of thing in terms of male with male and female with female and they come together at functions and they get a chance to travel where they don't, if they are willing to share, then they don't have to pay that single supplement. So we do have a facility like that. And if you ring our offices, they can tell you about the Soda Club, how to join it, and some of the great functions we have. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice way, and people do meet uh, other friends. And, and they actually become you know lifelong friends in terms of travelling because they get similar interests, and we make sure they have that so they can get on. Um, we have a few there where we've had people on and they've finished up going into the the bathroom before the other person pinching all the shampoos and, the, and soaps and don't lose any with the other one. But, but generally, it, it works really well. So, uh, uh, Jeff, just ring the office and we can certainly take it. Tony, I've got to finish okay, up. Got 
before the yep, news is that I forgot to mention also that um, Insight Vacations, Luxury Gold, Trafalgar, Contiki, AAT Kings and Inspiring Journeys, all of them who belong to the one corporation, they're also giving a, a 20% saving on guided holidays uh, with these as well. So again, uh, Tony, it's great opportunities for people right now if they're sitting home, pent up demand, thinking about the future is to get in and come and see us now and we'll look after them and be able to offer these specials and especially the 20% discounts but also show them how flexible the booking conditions are now. Phil uh, from uh, Barry sending us an email. He said, with all of the uh, the COVID restrictions and the border passes required and borders closing all of a sudden, he said uh, the domestic airlines, uh, Qantas and, and Virgin, have they cut the number of flights in and out of Adelaide at the moment? Well, Tony's certainly not where that we were, you know, pre-COVID, and, and they're just coming back slowly. But again, you know, that when they do cut the borders, it does hurt because they've got to pull the flight off and, you know, change it around. And uh, so there's certainly not the number of flights that we'd love to see going to Sydney or to Melbourne or whatever. Um, and we're hoping we'll get back to that. But, Tony, until we get the borders worked out and get some, some normality into the whole programming of, of borders uh it's always going to be hard in getting some of the flights we want whereas once you get it back and you know and run running regular we'll get the numbers back and we'll get more i mean as we were james and i were talking off air it's quite scary going through some of the airports now because they're so empty and a lot of the uh, retail shops are all, all all closed so you know it doesn't give a good image uh, as far as what it used to be but it'll come back tony it'll come back all right. Phil, thank you for the time this afternoon. Somebody wants to find out more about it, simply go to the website, the Phil Hoffman Travel website, pht.com.au. Phil Hoffman, proudly South Australian, and I said uh, doing some terrific business. If, you, if you're thinking of travelling anywhere at all, whether it be immediately or down the track, they're the people to get in touch with. They are the travel people of Adelaide, the gang down there at Phil Hoffman Travel.